we got to make that jump. But I, I realized one day that the jump was simpler than I thought. Welcome to Ask the Pros Business Show, where we have conversations with entrepreneurs and people in business about their business journey, providing our listening community with a variety of strategies that can help grow their businesses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ask the Pros Business, where we bring business owners, entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey and their story. And on this particular episode, I've got Chris Williams here. Chris is going to, you know, share his journey with us, you know, and trying to just connect that dot, you know, like we're talking about, you know, before the show, you know, I have to connect that dot, jumping from nine to five, you know, to your day job because Chris has done it. You know, and Chris, on this show, we always start from the beginning, which means, you know, telling us, how this journey started for you, you know, for you, how did it all begin? Oh, that's a great question, dude. I'm so glad to be here, everybody. Hey, <laughs> thanks for letting me hang out, guys. All right. So here's it is. I, I left a nine to five, right? We all, we all start somewhere where you got to make a living. Totally get it. And then you got to go out there and you want to do your own thing. But there's this huge jump. It seems like the Grand Canyon. It's so far apart. The Atlantic Ocean, the whatever. It's just enormous. We got to make that jump. But I, I realized one day that the jump was simpler than I thought. So I'd love to kind of walk you guys through how to make the jump and how to leave the nine to five in a pretty simple and straightforward way. Does that work out today? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Can we just jump right in? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. But, but before we start, Chris, just, just a bit of background about you, you know, what, what, you, what, what you do and where you started, you know, how, how did the journey begin for you? All right. So when I first, when I first started becoming an entrepreneur, I was a kid cutting people's grass. All right. That kind of got me into this. I can go out and make money whenever I want to make money if I just have the right skill set. That's kind of got me thinking about it long term. But when I was a was a grown up and like actually had bills to pay and had to leave my job and want to start my own entrepreneurial ventures, it was really about me just discovering like what is it that I love doing, who do I love working with. I know that sounds pie in the sky. We'll get there, but realizing, oh, I've actually got some skill sets, and and I've actually got skill sets that are relevant. And somebody's already paying me to show up at a job to do my skill set. And when I figured that out, it allowed me to go build my own digital agency, my own marketing agency. And then I got to start teaching people how to run marketing agencies on my own. Then I got to start teaching people how to build masterminds. And it just kind of starts going. You start finding yourself in the next opportunity. Right now, all I do is teach experts how to build high-ticket masterminds. But all of that came from just following the next step and building the next thing based on not what somebody was willing to pay me for. But when I realized what's the real value that they're getting out of me for the money they're trading and learned how to build a business around that. Yeah. And, and for you, it was all about value at, at first, right? Yep. You, you you give me that value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out where your value's at for yourself yeah. and for the people that are looking to you and wanting to hire you. Yeah. Yeah, but but what but, but, but what made you hungry though? Like, what, what what was the big why for you? Freedom, always freedom for me. I have one tattoo, and it's it's right here on my left arm. It says "free." Man, i I grew up in a I grew up in an abusive home. Let's just call it what it is. I grew up in a really hard place, um, in a really in a really tough family environment, and I grew up in prison, basically not not in physical bars, but in the prison of life, like so many of of us do. So many of us from wherever you are around the world whatever your position is, whatever your family's position is, whatever's going on in your life, we we all come from a place with some sort of relative prison around us. 
And I don't know what that prison is for each of you. I really don't. But I do know, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry saying this. I do know that you can step out of that prison and it, it won't be easy. I'm not, I'm not here to sugarcoat it. This is real life, guys. But you can do the work and you can, you can put in the time, not serve your time in prison, but put in the time to dig the freaking ditch and get the wire cutters out and bust those fucking walls. I don't know how else to say that. We got to get out and we do that together and we do it by supporting each other and we hardly ever do it alone. So join the community. Glad you're here. Let's sort it out. Yeah. 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 It's like when you're talking about digging yourself out, you know, going back to the movie, I don't know if you've seen them, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh my gosh. You know, how, how they dug themselves out of, out of that prison, you know? And and again, like going back to time as well, it's like buying your, buying your time, you know, getting your time back, you know, Mm -hmm. now, how do you, how do you get your time back? Because for me, for once, you know, give myself an example, I've got nine to five, you know, doing this for years and people often ask me, you know, like, okay, how do you transition from that nine to five? You know, how, how do you get your freedom? How do you do this? How do you do that? You know, and, and I'm also on that board as well, you know, and, and saying this podcast, you know, made me realize that, you know, I can do more, you know, getting my freedom back, mm-hmm. getting my time back, you know, I can help more, you know, because my podcast is about, you know, giving free content out there to business owners or people that want to get into business, you know, how, how to start, you know, how to navigate, you know, those tough areas and, you know, business strategies as well, you know, so we are, we are all in this together, guys. We're all in this together, you know, and, and hopefully Chris, Chris, Chris will give us, you know, a strategy, you know, what, what, what is done, you know, to navigate out of that prison to say, you know, but Chris, you know, to, 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 start with, you know, you know, people like starting a business is, it can be very, very daunting as well, you know, and people often say, oh, where do I start? You know, where do I begin? You know, but for you, starting your businesses, you know, now you're, 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 you're deep into it, you know, doing amazing things, you know, teaching people how to have, uh, how to get high tickets as well. You know, in the beginning, you know, of things, you know, how, how, how did, how, how did the beginning all, all start for you? I think, I think running a business is like riding a bike. So. We go, um, you know, you watch the Red Bull, like downhill mountain biking Absolutely, competitions. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Like how do they survive? Right. <laughs> They're going down these ramps and jumping over these mountains and like, oh, it's insane. But those, those people started riding a bike like the rest of us. They got on a bike, they fell over and they learned how to start pedaling. And they learned that like, once you get that first pedal moving and the second one, then all of a sudden you're moving. You might not know how to brake or turn yet, but you're moving. And that motion is what keeps the bike upright. And I think for me as an entrepreneur, it started with just learning a couple of basic pedaling motions that got the momentum that gave me a chance to learn to ride a bike. And, and that's what I'd love to break down today is what does the first few pedal strokes look like? Because we got to get that bike moving. Once the bike is moving, you can turn right or left. You can go up hills, down hills. You can cross the freaking country if you want. You're riding a bike. You got to get those first few pedal strokes in though, because that's what begins to get you the momentum you need to get free. Yeah, yeah, Chris, absolutely. You know, but in in, in getting that that pedal right, you know, getting your balance, you know, how many hats you have to wear because. For me, for one, you know, I, I've said this in a couple of episodes as well. You know, like I, I do my recording, I do the editing, I do the social media. I do kind of like all, all everything right now, you know, but some people won't, won't really understand, you know, how to navigate in terms of trying to, to, to do everything, you know, in the first instance, you know, but for you, what was that? The, what was that how you started? Did you do everything yourself or you, or you had people to, had people to help you out? Yeah, I did everything myself and that was a huge mistake. 
And, and here's how I learned how to get around it. I, I started simplifying. I realized, I, I wish I knew what made me realize this. It just popped in my head. I don't know. I just, I finally caught on. I realized that I shouldn't be doing anything other than the fastest path to making more money. Okay, let me explain that. I'm not, I'm not on this planet to make more money. But when I was leaving my nine to five, that was what was paying the bills. I had five kids at that point, five kids and a house note and car notes. And like, how are you going to freaking leave the nine to five? You got bills to pay. You can't just turn it off. So I realized the thing I do at 501 when I leave work has to make money. It can't be a pathway to make money. It can't be build this thing. So over time, it will start generating awareness, blah, blah, blah. It had to be like straight to the money. So what I did is I looked at the job I was currently doing. Somebody hired me to do my job. But you, you right now, can I talk about you right now? Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, You're a project manager, right? Yeah. Freaking brilliant. You're a project manager. Somebody is paying you to be a project manager. You have one client. Congratulations. You have one client. Think of it that way. Your employer is your first client. What you need is four clients. Let me explain why. You got one client. They're paying you nine to five to do project management. There are three other clients out there in the world who need a project manager to manage things for them. Might be in completely different industries. I don't even know what industry you're in. But let's say you find somebody in digital marketing needs a project manager to manage all the people they're outsourcing to. Find somebody else in podcasting needs a project manager to do all the project management around their podcast. You know how to do that. Somebody else who needs a project manager to figure out how to um, manage their um, their content creation for all their social media platforms, whatever. Three project management roles. Now, as a good project manager, you know there's a lot of systems and tools and probably some other even outsourced options that you could lean on to help you get those three new clients taken care of. So what I did is I realized I got one client, project management. I'm going to go find three more people. All I'm going to do after work is reach out on my social media networks, reach out on my, my text messages, reach out in my emails, reach out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and say, I'm looking to help someone else with project management. Who needs a project manager? Who do you know needs a project manager? I just kept going and going and going. After a few weeks, I started getting some leads back. Hey, I just talked to somebody. Turns out they need a project manager. What kind of people do you work for? How about this? Can you just connect me to that person? Let us talk it out and see if I can find a way to help them. I priced those three new project management roles on an hourly or project basis so that when I picked up those extra three, it would equal my current salary. And I built a few systems and I hired a VA, a virtual assistant to help me run those systems. So now I could show up after my nine to five, spend about two hours managing the client relationship and making sure things were done right. And the VA was helping keep things going all day long, pushing all the buttons, making sure the systems are running. So my one client, my first nine to five client, I'm a project manager. Then I got three more clients over the course of a month or two and put them in place, built a system, let the VA start running them every night. I just manage the VA. Okay. Now I've done a couple of things. I'm busy <laughs> and I've almost doubled my income because my new three project management jobs, they equal my income, but I have a VA and a few systems I got to pay for. So I'm not quite making as much. There's a few expenses in there. All right. All of a sudden I've just diversified my income. I can't quit my job yet, but now I got something. Yeah. That's the first three clients outside of your nine to five. Then you got it. 
Then I quickly went out there and added two more clients. Now I know what I can do. I know who I can work for. I added two more clients and now I got five clients in my project management role. When I signed the fifth client, I quit my job because now I got more money than I used to have coming in. The fourth client got me more money, including expenses. The fifth is just gravy. And now because I have five clients, I can sustain a 20% market loss in my clientele and still be okay. I can lose one of my five clients. They could fire me and I'm still okay. And in fact, I'm still making more than I was because I still got my four clients. And in fact, I'm more secure than I was with my nine to five. Because even if I lose one of my five clients and I'm down to four, I still have four bosses. The likelihood of all four of them firing me at once, like is so easy to happen in the corporate world, is extremely rare. I'm still more secure. And I've now proven five times in a row that I can go get another client. So when I lose one client, I just go add another one on. But here's the magic. Once I leave my nine to five, I've got five clients. If I lose one or not, who cares? I can replace them. Now I've got all day long to go add five more clients in the next six months. Now I've got a 10 client business doing project management, running systems, having a couple of VAs helping me out. And now I've got a 10 client business, which is almost impossible to collapse because they don't all fire you at once. Even if the worst thing happened, you got fired by one of them. They don't all fire at once. There's no way they would. And voila, I've doubled my income and 10 X my security. And now I'm off to the races. I'm not building influence. I'm not doing anything that's not a direct connection to me making revenue that gets me out of my nine to five and sets me on a secure platform. Now, my 10 clients can step back and I can consider that my nine to five now. And now after five o'clock, if I want to build influence, have a bigger, better audience, whatever, I can add to it. But now I'm adding to it for myself and not for somebody else ever again. Yeah. Nice one, Chris. Nice, nice analogy there. You know, I never thought about it that way, but it's a very good way to start. Very good way to actually be, be, be on that steady boat, you know, to say, you know, but in, in doing all this, you know, you, you, you made it sound so easy and so, so seamless. There must be some things that you came across that said, you know, well, if I knew I would have done it this way, I would have done doing that way, you know, but in these processes you just spoke about now, you know, what was most difficult for you, you know, in finding your path? It's the inside stuff in your head that says, I'm too nervous to send an email to 20 more people on my email list and ask if they need project management help. I don't want to look vulnerable. I don't want to look embarrassed. I don't want to post on Facebook. I'm looking for a project management job to help a digital entrepreneur out because it sounds scary. I don't want to look like I need someone. Shoot. We all need somebody and people like helping people. So just say, I'm looking to grow. I've got space to handle an online digital marketing coach and help them with project management. Does anybody know somebody looking for help? In my, in my community, Group Coach Nation, if you posted that in our Facebook group, you would have people say, uh, yeah, me, please, me, 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 me. I know, I mean, you would, get, you would get clients in an afternoon because in this example, that's such a common need. And there's so, I know all of you listening and we all have our own stories and our own skill sets. I'm just using this as an example. People, if the fact that you have a nine to five tells you that people need your skill set, you just have one client. You got one client who was lucky enough to get all of your time and probably not pay you what you're worth. So have several clients who value you, diversifies your risk, and creates more money. 
So to answer your question, the thing that gets in the way of that and did for me, it does for everybody is I'm too scared, embarrassed, whatever, to go out and make the ask and say, I'm looking for more opportunity. Who's got it? The second thing that gets in the way is once you start building little opportunity and like you need to go hire a VA or you need to get a bigger system or whatever is the nervousness and the failure of trying a system and it not working. You got to try again. You got to try again. That's okay. That's building. Or I hired a helper. I hired a VA. I hired a staff person and they didn't work out. Been through five people and they haven't worked out. I'm going to quit. No, no. We, we all have relationships in our lives. Your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, next door neighbor. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. But you'll find your person, so keep working. Same with staff members. You'll find the right staff member. Keep looking. All those little pieces, yeah, they're hurdles. But when we watch the Summer Olympics, I love the Summer Olympics. I love running. I love the hurdles. I see these people like flying over these hurdles, growing this track. You and I both know that the first day they got out there for track and field in high school, they probably fell on their face literally and were all bloodied from trying to go over a hurdle but they kept getting up and trying again. And now we think that's so brilliant, but it didn't happen overnight. Do the work, get the results. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, absolutely. You know, I, in other words, you know, when you have to go into the room and shake enough hands, you know, from, from what you're saying, you need to be able to build relationships, you know, and also be relatable as well. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, uh, before you, you know, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? Because, a lot of us just think that, okay, entrepreneur is just, you know, you just, you're doing a bunch of different things, you know, and, and you're a CEO and you're up there, you know, but for me, for one, you know, I know it takes a lot, you know, but for you, what does it really mean to, to be a true entrepreneur? <laughs> Living in my New York city penthouse, driving a Rolls-Royce, <laughs> flying around in a helicopter, right? That's with champagne in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. No. To me, being an entrepreneur is about freedom. And, and most of us start wanting to own our own business or work for ourselves or whatever. That's being an entrepreneur for the freedom. We want, we want our time back and we want the power and the opportunity to make our own way in life. I, that's a big thing. But usually that comes with more complexity and you actually end up working more hours and making even less money. That's why when I finally realized, oh my gosh, I got to isolate what it is that I do. And I got to go get clients that are profitable and nothing else matters until I lock that down. That way you solve the money and the time problem right away. Cause that's what crushes most entrepreneurs solve that first and then do everything else fancy. Yeah. And it's, it's true. It's true. It's true what you say, you know, but you know, a lot of people say, okay, Chris is, he's done a lot, a lot of things, you know, he's, he's helping business owners as well. You know, he's helping them grow. But for, for you, you know, where, where does um branding come into all this? You know, because on my other episodes as well, we've talked about branding and personal branding, business branding, you know, people often want to just confuse themselves about, you know, I, I need to build a brand first before, before I, I, I probably leave my nine to five or I don't know, but, but for you, where do you put branding in all this? You put branding once you have your 10 clients. None of us have any business and every branding expert I know, and I, I know a lot of them at my level who do, I, I don't do branding, but I'm saying a lot of them are in our masterminds. They're very successful branding people. They would tell you the same thing. Don't focus on branding until you have clients. None of us have any business creating a logo or a website or anything until we have a client. It's a distraction from getting clients. You can get clients by doing direct outreach and saying, here's what I do. Does anybody need help? But that's hard and awkward. It's like asking somebody out for a date. In middle school, your buddies are like telling you, 
go ask that person out for a date. Go ask him, go ask him, go ask him. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do it. As entrepreneurs, that's what it is every day. We don't want to make the ask. And so we dress up fancy. We wear our cool shoes. We comb our hair right. And we go back to middle school. Well, the girl's not going to come ask you just because you dressed up. That's branding. You want to take her to the dance? Go ask her. Go ask. That's the hard part. So no branding. Forget the logo. Man, Group Coach Nation is our business, right? We teach people how to build high ticket masterminds. We didn't have a name. We didn't have a logo. We didn't have a website, a tagline, anything until we were probably in business for two years, had run dozens of masterminds because it doesn't matter. We got our clients and filled our masterminds by doing direct outreach and asking people if we could help them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, but Chris, I've, I've, I've listened to you, you know, and, and I know you're doing an amazing job, you know, even prior to the show now, the show uh, the show is online. I know you're, you're doing an amazing job, but for you, you know, what sets you apart? You know, what, what, what gives you that leverage over other people that are doing the same thing like you? I, I feel like I'm just playing the same song over and over again, but it's because we do the outreach. We actually do the work to prospect. A business coach told me about 15 years ago, he said, Chris, if you don't have a way to predictably generate on-profile leads for your business, you don't have a business. You're just getting lucky. And most of us are trying branding, building a website, going to a conference, getting another certification, um, watching an online summit for a weekend, whatever. And we're not out there actively generating leads for our business. Nothing is as important as that. My team and I spend 75% of our collective team hours on direct outreach to prospects. It is the number one thing we do. The number one thing we do. And we're already successful. I'm saying that not to brag about being successful. I'm saying the fact that we are successful is because we did the outreach. The fact that we're still successful today, not just last week, is because we're doing the outreach. The fact that we're going to be successful next year is because we're doing the outreach. That is the work. If you want to run the track and jump the hurdles, you don't watch videos on how track runners are successful in the Olympics. You go out and put your shoes on, you run around the freaking track a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the, way, that's the way to do it. You know, when, when you feel... You know, we, we learn from our failures, you know, and, and we, we we just pick up and just try, try to find a way to make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you can read so many manuals or so many books about about running, like you said, but you can, you, you can never get it until you start doing it yourself, you know. But for you, you know, doing it yourself and being you know, on that path, is there anything like perfection to you? Is there what? Is there anything like perfection, like being perfect no. in doing things? No, man. I wish there was. Um, boy. I really wish there was. I I wake up most days. This is going to sound so scary. I wake up most days feeling like I'm not good enough and like it might all fall apart today. And like, what if this next product launch or group launch or outreach program or whatever doesn't work? Every freaking day I wake up like that. And I've got a mindset coach I've hired and I'm trying to work my way through that process. I'm not sure that ever goes away or if I just learn to manage it better, but I never feel like I'm there and I'm always worried it'll stop. I think that's part of growing up in what was prison for me. I'm always worried the walls will come back up. And and maybe that drives me to be more excellent every day. That would be a nice motivational way to say it. But I I think what it is, is that it just reminds me, I got to work. I got to go. And dude, I don't, you know, you asked me earlier, I don't work a ton of hours. 
Um, I don't work. I mean, I might work 20 hours a week. I'm not, I'm not somebody who works eight hours a week when I was going nine to five and trying to branch out. It took a while that took some serious hours, but it's not that I'm a hustler and I never stop. I take the weekends off. We travel with our kids and I don't work a lot during the week compared to most people. But when I am at work, I am 100% focused on doing the right work. No BS. Get right to it. Yeah, absolutely. And you sound very busy. Now you just mentioned the kids as well. You know, and I know you do a lot, a lot of things. You know, you got five kids. You know, to say how does time management come into this? Because you know, you Chris, we have to have that work-life balance, right? You know, so how how do you how do you manage your time? You know, for those that are listening, are like, okay, oh, Chris is doing an amazing job, boy. You know, how does he manage his time? The same thing I told you early on <laughs> when I first got my first few clients, then I hired a VA to help me execute okay. the stuff I promised I'm going to do. I've just done that a lot more. So now I just have a bigger organization with more people helping me get stuff done, which gives me the space to have free time because that free time, I tell you what, isn't just so I can go walk my dog or hang out with our kids or travel. That free time gives me space to think and be strategic. And when I was leaving my nine to five and making that first jump, Dude, it was 60, 80 hours. I was getting up at 2 a.m., working an extra hour, then going back to sleep. The kids were down asleep. You know, I was doing the stuff, but you got to go through that phase to make the jump. And many of us go through that phase and work the long hours, and it doesn't work for six months or a year or three years or five years. Take a step back. Make sure you're only focused on going out and getting a paying client, and then do what it takes to get the paying client. And then do it again and again, get three, then get five, then get 10, just like we talked through. Just only do the stuff that gets a paying client. That's what will get you there. The money and the opportunity will give you a bridge. Nothing else will. And, and so add to this, you know, Chris, where, what, what does success mean to you? Freedom. It's just time, man. Freedom, I, yeah. I, I, I love what I do. I wouldn't change a thing. And I just want, I just want freedom. And I've accomplished some of that. And I want more. That's that's good, man. And um, like 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 I think I, I read this on your on your profile. You know, like you said, um, we are we are only this together. You know, in in saying in saying that, you know, what what would you tell someone out there that want to start his own business or even a business owner already? You know, what 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 is that thing you want to tell them? You know, to kind of like motivate them and you know, you know, you're doing an amazing job, but but you know, you can take this from this show, you know, and and hold on to this for a long time. This is going to sound like I'm telling you to go watch a Disney movie, but truly believe in yourself. You have value and you're a smart person and you can figure stuff out. So figuring out how to help someone and help someone solve a problem they have in their life or their business, and then reaching out to a bunch of people, however you can saying, I want to help people do this. Who needs help? will give you opportunity. And it takes a little while to iron that out and figure out what you really want to be good at, but figure out what you love doing. Help somebody solve a problem. Help somebody take the next step in life. They'll pay you to help them. Nice, nice, nice. It's been an amazing show, Chris. You know, and I, I definitely take, take a lot from this. You know, and and for 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 a very long time now. You know, this this has been like it's not as if I'm just kind of like flattering you, but this has been kind of like the show that I'm I'm looking at. Like, do you know, this is kind of like something that would really work for me. You know, all, all, all what you said, you know, from from starting from from living your nine to five, you know, how you get your first clients and then this client, just assuming that role as a project planner, a project manager, you know, trying to, you know, like you said, you know, working for someone means that you're good at it already. So why don't you just put yourself in that driving seat and just own it? Yeah. You, you understand? So so it's great. It's been an amazing show, you know, learned a lot. Now, hopefully 
the 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 listeners, the audience, you know, your audience as well, you know, they'll they'll, they'll get it get anything or two from this, you know. But Chris, if you guys want to get in touch with you, you know, where's the best place? Our website, groupcoachnation.com. Groupcoachnation.com. That's where I hang out and we do all of our work there. And there's tons of ways to connect to us there. So that's the place. Nice, nice, nice. So guys, here is, you know, Chris Williams is been on the show and he's giving us powerful nuggets, you know, powerful strategies to help us in our businesses. You know, for those that want to start business as well, you know, he's giving us right tools to use. Those that want to, you know, specifically leave their nine to five as well. You know, he's giving us the right part, you know, step-by-step stages on how to, uh, how on, on how to do that, you know, and Chris, I'm very grateful as well for your time, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, we, we are building a relationship right here. You know, I would, I would definitely reach out to you again. I said, Chris, you know, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. You know, how can I get this? How can I navigate through this, uh, you know, things that I'm going through, you know, I'm, and, and, and you definitely be there for me. And I, I know that. <laughs> I love helping, man. And I know you do too. That's why we both do this and we both communicate yeah. to audiences because it's anybody can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You really can. So everybody listening in, find that place and go get it yeah nice Chris nice one great great nice